Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Med- Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So in December of 2019, we were about to do a live show in St. Louis, Missouri with our podcast, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. And all of us, myself, my co-host at the time, Casper Turkyle, and our producer, Ariana Nettleman, sort of all got these New York Times news alerts, essentially saying J.K. Rowling reveals herself to be transphobic. And she has just like continued to double, triple, and quadruple down on these really hateful, ignorant statements. If you want to learn more about what she did and sort of how we as a company feel about J.K. Rowling, you can go to our Harry Potter and the Sacred Text website. But I just remember this feeling going on stage that night of looking at a room of a lot of queer people with a very queer team of people putting on this live show, feeling so mixed, right? Harry Potter was this thing that had brought us all together. It's why we were all in this room. And yet J.K. Rowling was making it really hard for us to love this thing. And that feeling hasn't gone away. For me, you know, we have made decisions that I'm really proud of as a company and how we engage with Harry Potter, but it's been really complicated and really hard. And a lot of people have decided to stop engaging with Harry Potter. And I really respect and understand that choice. And that is what we are talking about with G today. G is trans and has really been struggling with whether or not they want to keep reading the Harry Potter books and engaging in Harry Potter. I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and this is Should I Quit? Hi, G. Hi, Vanessa. It's so nice to meet you, and thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, of course. Nice to meet you, too. So you are Zooming in from Minneapolis, and I'm just wondering how many people say this to you. I grew up really loving the idea of St. Paul and Minneapolis because of Nick at Night and the Mary Tyler Moore show. Does Mary Tyler Moore live large in the imagination of Minneapolis, or are you all like, no, that that is clearly just a TV studio. No one cares. 
No, I mean, I think that there's a presence. I mean, of course, there's like the statue and everything. I have my photo in front of it. (laughs) Yeah. And like when Mary Tyler Moore died, like that was a big deal. So I think it's like in the zeitgeist. I don't think it's as common as it may have been closer to when the show aired. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like I grew up watching the Minneapolis local news because of Mary Tyler Moore and Lou Grant. You and I are basically neighbors and grew up together. (laughs) What question brought you on to the show today? So I have been wondering about quitting Harry Potter and then with that, quitting my Harry Potter and the Sacred Text group. Ooh, okay. (laughs) So first, please tell me, what has Harry Potter meant to you throughout your life? Like, I pretty much grew up with it. Like, I remember when the first movies came out and everybody being excited. And like, I remember waiting for the books and things like that. And it was just something that made me feel safe or like I knew... Like, I knew this thing was coming and like, because I like got made fun of a lot as a kid and I, my family moved to Iowa for a while and like, it was a very insular, like anyone who was from somewhere else was like an outsider. And so I kind of found, well, joy in reading in general. And then Harry Potter was part of that as just an additional like. Other kids were really into it, too, so it was kind of a way to connect a little bit there. Yeah. So I think I know at least part of the answer to this next question, but I'm wondering if you could please tell me why you're thinking about quitting Harry Potter. So I guess the main thing is I don't know how much I really connect with it anymore, and then, like, a big part of that is J.K. Rowling's rhetoric, but it's the idea that I am a queer person and it doesn't feel like a safe place for queer people to be anymore. So, G, what what does it mean to you at this stage in your life, other than the Harry Potter and the Sacred Text group, which we'll talk about in a little bit, what would it mean to you to quit Harry Potter? That's a really tough question because I feel like in some ways I've slowly over time like become more and more disengaged with Harry Potter. Like quitting now would be more so like the connection piece to other people, like leaving that behind than like leaving a part of my, I guess, identity or like fandom nerdness behind. Okay. So you're in this like ambivalent space with your, your fandom of Harry Potter. And then in addition to that, to make it even more complicated, you are a part of a Harry Potter and the sacred text local group. Would you like to explain to people who don't know what that is, what a Harry Potter and the sacred text local group is? So following Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, the podcast, specifically for our group here in Minneapolis, we do two chapters. 
So we'll do the chapter that you guys are talking about on the podcast, and then we'll do like a chapter from one of the other books and look at Mm. it through a theme. Cute. Yeah. And then we'll talk about that and usually get off topic. (laughs) And then (laughs) we'll do some sort of sacred practice. Then we do a blessing at the end and then... We go on our way, yeah, and we meet once a month, and we've been meeting since 2019, so we weathered the pandemic and all of the things that went on in Minneapolis during that time, so we've been through a lot. (laughs) If you didn't have mixed feelings about Harry Potter... What would your relationship to this group be? Would you be like, oh, my God, I'm obviously going to be in it forever? Or I feel like I would be probably in the group indefinitely. Like right now, I haven't gone the last couple of times because like the thing that kind of started it and why I sent you guys a voicemail was we had a meeting the same weekend as Minneapolis Pride. And I just was like, I don't have the capacity to go to a Harry Potter meeting on Pride weekend. And I don't know, like, how I feel about that. And not because, like, the people in my group are great and very accepting and very open and all of that. It's just, like... Why would I engage with the words of someone who, like, doesn't really believe I exist on that weekend? It just didn't feel good. And that's kind of, like, where I've been at since then. (laughs) Did you say something to the group about that? No, because I haven't really seen them since then and it's not that I don't feel like I can tell them that it's partly because like I don't know how I myself am feeling about that just draw this out for me was it like oh this group it hurts me that like you guys didn't know to reschedule our meeting when Minneapolis Pride fell at the same time Or was it just like having Minneapolis Pride be on the Harry Potter, you know, group day where you just like these two things are the antithesis of each other. I don't I can't do both. Yeah, I I don't really see it as like a scheduling thing or error on their part. It's more the idea that these two things like happened to coincide and it just felt very uncomfortable Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So let's both pretend for a second that I really mean what I'm about to say, even though I have no idea. (laughs) Stop reading Harry Potter and going to this group for a year and see how it feels. See if you feel lighter. How did that make you feel pretending that? That doesn't feel bad. The biggest thing for me is like, I kind of want to have some of those relationships that I've made. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I don't necessarily need Harry Potter to do that. Just because I've met these people through 
Harry Potter doesn't mean that I can't hang out with them outside Harry Potter. It's just like working on making an effort to do that, you know, like to remember to like, oh, we can hang out with each other other times. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at least to try that, at least to see. And then if you're like, do you know what? Fuck JK Rowling. I miss this community. And like, I'm not letting her take it away from me. Because I will say it's harder, right? Like it's harder to make social plans. It's so easy when something's just in the (laughs) calendar every month and you get to like pop in. I was just thinking this morning about how I need a new process for scheduling social time because it is so stressful to be like, can you do Tuesday? Oh, you can't do Tuesday. Well, that next Tuesday I'm traveling. And like, it's just such a pain in the butt. So there is something going to be said for like the ease of a monthly meeting. But if you try for six months, it could be monthly ice cream club is, you know, just as easy and fun. Or it could be like, no, this community space is super important to me, it turns out. But I think it might be clearer to you if you put some intention behind leaving for a little while. Does that does that feel possible? I think so. And I like I almost think that it is kind of the right thing to do. And I think that I kind of feel a little bit bad about that because like I do care about the people in this group and and I know that they like look forward to seeing me too and I think that's more of the piece that I like am grappling with than the Harry Potter piece at this point because I know like when I have been able to go the last few times like I haven't been able to prepare for the meetings and I feel really disengaged and I just like don't feel that connection to the text anymore. And that doesn't feel like fair to a group that like this is the purpose of the group. Do you all have like a group charter? Is that the point of your group? I guess it's not like completely, but I feel <laughs> guilty because like I I feel like then I'm not like being present or like listening or being active if that makes sense. I mean cuz a lot of times we don't end up talking about Harry Potter until like halfway through our meeting time and then our meeting time goes over and we're we're just like talking. And that's happened more as we've gotten to know each other more. So it's more like a social group with Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah. So G, what if you just let yourself not do any prep work and not feel guilty about it? Would you enjoy the group more if you were like preparing isn't one of the things I do? Yeah, I guess if I took that piece out of it, that would help. I don't know if I still feel really engaged with Harry Potter though. Like, yes, definitely knowing the limit of my capacity and being like, I don't need to prepare. I can just go in and enjoy the experience and not feel, and like, if the guilt wasn't there, I think I would feel a lot better. And yet I still have that piece of like, 
does Harry Potter really mean to me what it did because of the fact that it doesn't feel like it can belong to me with the aspect of who J.K. Rowling is and like retroactively looking back and like seeing all of what she put in the books just because like she's writing them. So here's my rule on enjoying the art of people who we like morally find detestable. My rule is if you still enjoy the art and you're like financially boycotting them, then I don't care. Like watch it. Anything in this world that gets you better at loving, if it still does that, don't let the fact that its creator is a monster get in your way. So for me, I cannot listen to Michael Jackson's music anymore. I can't. I was a huge, huge Michael Jackson fan. But like I can't. Like it's not joyful to me anymore. I just picture him as a bad person. But for other people, like my brother who's making the playlist for his wedding, he's like, no, I still love this music. Like he's dead. He's not benefiting from it. And like the only good thing that came out of that man's life is his music. And I'm like, great, right? Like, I totally respect that position. I totally respect it. So to me, it's not a logical argument one way or another. It's like, does it hurt you to keep engaging, right? Like, it hurts me to listen to Michael Jackson. And you could have a logical argument with me about how it shouldn't hurt me that with Michael Jackson, I'm throwing out my memories of the dance parties my brothers and I used to throw to Michael Jackson that time that we made my parents watch a whole dance show of us dancing to all of a Michael Jackson double album and that he's dead, so who cares anyway, right? Like someone could make a very logical argument and I'd be like, I don't care. It's like meant for me to enjoy it and I don't enjoy it. I think it is the fact that it does hurt and I it feels hard to admit that because it did mean so much at one time. Totally. Like, that's so painful. That's why I think what I want to do is, like, give you permission to just walk away from this thing that's completely soured for you and say, like, and it's okay if you go back to it one day. Like, maybe one day you'll be like, do you know what? I miss Tonks. I'm going to go spend time with her. But right now, it sounds like it's just painful for you. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like it really belongs to me anymore. And I still think that, you know, people that are queer can totally engage with Harry Potter. And I respect that. And I did for a long time. And I don't like the whole rhetoric that because she is a turf you have to completely get rid of this thing that you love but I guess it just really finally hit me that it's very hurtful and I don't want to engage with that and it's yeah it's sad too because like I feel really connected to like Luna Lovegood and like I don't feel like I can associate with that because it doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. 
I really understand. Consuming art once you're out of school is about how it makes you feel. And this makes you feel bad. So like, get away. And then I would, you know, eventually just try that out with the group also. If you're like, but the group is the place where I feel like I can sort of talk about it, then I'll go. Or I think I can set up an ice cream date. Or I think that I can just meet up with my favorite person from the group, whatever it is. But like, it makes you feel bad. I'm always like, put it down and (laughs) safely just slowly walk away from the item that's hurting you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And that's like all there is to that. It's a big deal. What J.K. Rowling did, right? She like seemed like a, a person who was writing for queer people. It really felt like that. And then she just was like, psych, I'm not. I'm actually rooting against you. Yeah, and it's like getting a rug pulled out from under you, and like then you're just like, well, what do I, what do I do with this information? <laughs> so, what do you think that means for your relationship with the local group? I feel like since I haven't been able to go, I don't want to just like throw in the towel and completely like be like, peace out, I'm gone. And I guess it would kind of depend, like, when I go back, how that first meaning feels. Like, like dipping my toes in and if it still feels bad, being like, hey, I don't know if I can do this. Could we meet up another time or meet, like, a half hour early and I could come for that part and hang out? And then I'm going to be like, I don't want to engage with Harry Potter. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) That seems fair and right to me. The thing I'll say, I don't know if you need to hear this, but just in case you do, ask for what you want. They won't be able to read your mind. And so if you're like, what I would really like is actually if you guys could talk about Harry Potter at the top and I could join at the end so that I can go for the beer after, like Mm -hmm. ask for what you really want. And I feel like I can do that with them, I think that part of the reason why I hadn't been is because I was still trying to figure out what exactly I was feeling. Totally. Okay, well, I'm so sorry that J.K. Rowling made this thing that we all love even more complicated. It was always complicated, but she's made it even more so and just really hard. Yeah, Thanks for having me and letting me talk about how it feels. (laughs) You've been listening to Should I Quit, our latest season of The Real Question. Our show is funded entirely through our Patreon at patreon.com slash realquestionpod. If you're a regular listener, we would really appreciate your support. Another way that you can support the show is by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Question Pod and Twitter at The Real Cute Pod. We love to shout out our BFF tier patrons Molly Reilly, Kristen Hall, Mary Margaret, Becky Boo, Jenny Cruz, Amanda Schramm, Shannon Shan, and Renee Underhill. 
We are a Not Sorry production. Our executive producer is Caitlin Hoffmeister. We are edited and produced by Ariana Nettleman. Our music is by Nick Bull, and we are distributed by Acast. A huge thanks to G for joining us today. And thanks, as always, to our wonderful team. Julia Argy, Nikki Zoltan, Lara Glass, AJ Uramas, Hannah Rehack, Margaret H. Wilson, Courtney Brown, Natalie Folkerts, Casper Turkile, and Stephanie Paulsell. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.